Welcome back to The Main Ingredient, uh, a mini-series hosted by Junior Achievement. I'm your host, Lori Salarulo, President and CEO. Uh, and this is a series where we talk with leaders about the main ingredient to their recipe for success. Today's guest is someone that I hold uh, very near and dear, a- an amazing friend, an amazing supporter. I sometimes call him my knight in shining armor. Uh, and he is um, steadfast, true, loyal. Oh, I could go on and on all day. Uh, and I can't wait to hear some of his wisdom and his ingredients. Please welcome to our show today, the president and CEO of Sonatrol of Fort Lauderdale, Mr. John Gray. Hey, Lori. How are you? How are you? Doing very well, thank you. Good. Nice Good. Thank you, thank you. How is Kelly? How are the girls? How is everyone? So far, so good. We are blessed. Um, everybody's healthy good. and um, business is operating as an essential business. So, and we're um, doing very well. We're very blessed. Very blessed. Very fortunate. So glad to hear that. So glad to hear it. So for those watching, they may not know that much about Sonatrol of Fort Lauderdale. Right. So could you share with us a little bit about the company? Um, I know probably just enough to be dangerous. So I'd rather have you <laughs> Uh, just a little bit about the company, how it works, what you do, that sort of thing. Sure. Uh, Sonatrol uh, is a national network of, uh, of franchise and corporately owned locations that are and we're in the commercial security business. So we do um, intrusion detection systems, which most people call burglar alarms, um, card access or access control, uh, IP video surveillance, camera systems, and uh, fire as well. So four main things that we do. And a unique thing, I guess, about the way we do it is that by operating with smaller footprints, smaller offices compared to some of the larger gargantuan companies in this business, um, we have a white glove uh, approach to service and we're also able to integrate these services. So the bird alarm talks to the fire alarm, talks to the the security system, just like we do at JA World in Coconut Creek. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So what's happening during this time? Is this a time where people are upping security? You probably had some jobs in the pipeline that you're working on. Um, But what's happening around new business, right? Generating new clients into the pipeline and that sort of thing. You mean right now? Right now. (laughs) Well, I will tell you that we were very fortunate to enter uh, into the beginning of the year with probably the largest backlog we've ever had in our, in our history since I've owned the business for almost 20 years. So uh, once again, we uh, uh, very fortunate for that because I, what's happening right now is that, um, I mean, people are calling and people are still concerned about their security and there's still people that have signed agreements to have our system installed and they want to come do it. But gaining new customers right now is probably um, that slowed down quite a bit, and we were going like gangbusters. I think everybody's just sort of in a wait and see mode, uh, reserving funds. Even some of the largest companies in uh, South Florida uh, have called and um, discussed with us payment terms to get them through. So tough time. So I, you know, we're but we're going to be fine with the backlog that we have, and we certainly know that for the next ninety days. Uh, we're going to be very busy and uh, just don't know what's going to happen after that. You know, you've, uh, I've known you now. I mean, I knew of you before, but you and I have become good friends, I think, over the last five years. Can you believe it? Very good friends. You ready? (laughs) Um, 
uh, to, for those that don't know, John was the uh, board chair when I came in as the president and CEO five years ago this month. Um, and and the organization was was um, in a very difficult place in the, its lifespan, yeah. uh, having just lost its leader. Financially, we were struggling. Um, and I, I said in the introduction, I, I hope you could hear me, uh, that you, I call you my knight in shine, shining armor because you. you were loyal and steadfast and you just, you were focused. Um, are those some of the ingredients that you use in your business and that you've used over the years to be successful? Well, um, you know, sure. I mean, I think any, any entrepreneur has got to be uh, focused and uh, a dog with a bone. You know, um, never giving up because, um, you know, if it's getting something off the ground, you go home at night sometimes and, you know, your you know, stomach is in knots and you can't sleep and all that kind of thing. You know, that's all part of getting, uh, being an entrepreneur. And, you know, it's, but I guess the good news is there's always problems in business, but at least these problems I own, I can control. Right. As opposed to having somebody else tell me what to do with them. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I think as far as what's been, you know, being able to be focused and drive toward a goal, yes. I think a key ingredient also is being able to communicate that to a team mm. in a way that they're on board and that they feel they own, they have some ownership in it. Because you, you can always beat somebody into submission or into driving somewhere, but you really want them to be on the bus with you and uh, agreement where it's going and, and have input. Uh, into the uh, the decisions that are being made. Yeah, yeah, that's really true. You and I have talked a lot about that mm -hmm. over the last five years as we built the team at Junior Achievement. And right. I think communication probably has never been more important, right, than than in a time like right now. What we're going through, even though you have a backlog of jobs, I'm sure that employees still want to hear, "Are we going to be here right in a couple of months?" Right. Yeah. What's Exactly. And, 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 you know, I, oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was, was going to say, I worked for a billion dollar company before I bought this franchise. And it was meeting after meeting after meeting. And so once I had my own company, we're a lot smaller than that. Um, I just didn't want a bunch of meetings. I, I mean, I hate meetings. I'm a salesperson at heart. I hate meetings. But we do have meetings around here. And sometimes they're formal and sometimes they're informal. We're always talking, talking, talking. But even through this thing that we're, doing, that we're dealing with right now, I had to take it up a notch. I had to embrace technology, and through your great coaching of doing the video thing, I, I went and got, signed up for that. I'm now sending video messages out to my little company, and so they will click on an email and listen. And so we we double time communication, right? Which is yeah, great. that Vidyard is such a great tool. I think love we, it. You know, it's so funny because I was trying to get my team to use it because they were saying, "Oh, well, the teachers don't answer our emails." I'm like. Nobody answers emails. So I told them about eight months ago, start using Vidyard. Send them videos. Introduce yourself. Let them put a face with the name. Nobody used it. Well, now I've created these Vidyard monsters because that's all they're doing now is Vidyard. <laughs> but really funny. Sometimes we need to go through a change, right, for people to accept new things, uh, which I think is interesting. Right? Would you have looked for Vidyard if we weren't going through this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I... The human beings don't like change. We're right. wired to resist change. Exactly. And, um, I mean, I never forgot my dad. He ran a $750 million business at one point, And he told me something that I've always shared with people. You probably heard me say it, that the only person on the planet who wants change 
is a baby with a dirty diaper. Everybody <laughs> else <laughs> hates change. Exactly. And you know what? what? If you're leading people, once you understand that, that people, no matter how good they are, what they do, they're going to probably resist a new idea. Once you get, you understand that, you're going, you know, it's even, it's, a, it's easier to lead people and to get their buy-in and uh, and coach them, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. My dad always said, you have to make it, th make them think it's their idea. So right. some, you have to figure out how to make them feel a part of coming up with it, right? Yeah, but it's that's not important. You're not trying to pull something over on them. You really right. do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So would you say the communication is the main ingredient for you? Well, uh, when you ask for me, because uh, I've watched the other people talking on these things you've been doing, and they run much larger companies. Um, but for me, I think it's always been, you know, delegation. Um, I don't I don't really manage people uh, heavy hand. I, you know, I don't really tell anybody what to do. Once you've got good people around you, let them do it. Let them do it. If they come to me and, and ask me to make the decision, I say, well, what do you think we should do? So I think right. delegating and letting good people do what they are good at. And, you know, knowing and let them fully know that if they screw up, you know, the sky's not going to fall. Right. You know, that yeah. mistakes are to be expected and are welcome in a way. Just don't burn the house down. Right. <laughs> it's not going to kill you. So I think delegating and letting people know, and, and also our employees know that they are to do what's right for the customer in the field. We have emboldened them or empowered them to know that when they're sitting in front of a customer and that customer says, well, I'd like to have that keypad moved over there while they're installing it, even though he's already installed it and it's going to take more labor time to move it, they don't call the office and ask to do that. They know that I want them to do that. Right. Do right by the customer, whatever they're asking for. Exactly. I that's been yeah, I love that. Delegating and empowering, right? Your yeah. team. Um, yeah. So you're very involved in the community. Of course, uh, uh, past board chair of junior team and still on the executive committee and finance committee, um, Broward Workshop, uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale Execs, and there's probably some others that I know that you're involved with Sonatrol on on the, probably a national type of yep. board. Past president twice. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, that overachiever in you, I know. Um, so how has that contributed to your personal or or your company's success has that do you find that's made a difference oh yeah if only because when you're wound up about something lori and you go talk to another business person they go ah well we did that three times already here's what we did i, right. I gotta tell you that just the uh, the mental um uh, uh, therapy you get from that from talking to other people and there's always somebody has an idea just they see it differently than you saw it You've been staring at it for days. You can't, whatever. And then they go, bang. And it, so, yes, uh, dealing with national organizations like I have, the local stuff, the nonprofits, how they manage, and the ideas I've been able to, been able to get from that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, selfishly, yes, I have gotten a lot that I've taken back to my own business. Well, selfishly, I can tell you that you've brought a lot of value uh, to junior achievement. I can only speak for the last five years, but tremendous amount of value. Uh, in finances, love your questions, your the way you think strategically, um, and and just realistically, no nonsense. Let's just write. Let's just get it done and and get to the outcomes. And I love that about working with you. Um, and so so thank you. So I just want to summarize. So focusing on the goals, right? Communicating to the team really important. Not just the goals, but what's going on and and keeping them up to date. And then delegating and empowering your people. 
so important, I think. Um, and great ingredients to success, for sure. And so I can't wait to see you at a meeting, although I have a funny feeling we're going to be doing more virtual meetings for JA than we will be in person, yeah. although I think we'll find that new norm at some point. Yeah, I miss the in-person. I hope it doesn't replace. I guess I'm old school like that. These are yeah. the meat. I enjoy doing this, but I still want to get together and shake people's hands and, you know, laugh and, you know, look people in the eye. You know, the whole, that's, that's, that's life to me, so. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Mike said that he is really curious to see how I'm going to do when this is all over. <laughs> you know, we have a hugger and kisser. So I'm like, oh, I, I, I want to go in, but I don't want to go in. So he said, I know you're going to struggle through this. So. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. Um, I always love working with you, hearing your words thank of wisdom you. and your advice. Um, and just stay well. Say hi to Kelly and the girls. And I will see you on our exec call on Friday. Yes, ma'am, you will. Thank, Thank you. Bye-bye. I can throw kisses. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, John. See you, Lori.